It's the show the establishment warned you about. And this is Dr. Tommy's show coming to you live from Wesley Chapel. Actually, coming to you live from Lutz. I always get that Thank screwed you. up sometimes. Of, uh, using we've been in Wesley. We've been out of Wesley Chapel for more than a year. Mm-hmm. About fourteen months now. Whoa. Now we're out of practice. <laughs> the uh, Dr. Tommy show is brought to you by Atlas MD, which is your preeminent medical software for membership medicine practices, which includes direct primary care and concierge medicine. The reason I like it, one of the reasons is the detailed uh, charge report you get every, we do it on the 1st and the 15th. So this morning we got a charge report, showed all the charges that went through. So you can go through and look and see. Make sure everyone's uh, subscriptions went through that needed subscriptions or separate invoices. Yes, it's very, and that's very in- easy. Included with Atlas MD without any extra software, any extra passwords, any extra accounts, any extra people to talk to, which is key in I this business. It. It's not yeah. talking to people. Not that the people, if we had to talk to Atlas MD, that's okay. Right. Or we but are- you, you never really have to. But if you talk to, you know, I mean, name it, anybody outside of, your practice when you do a small practice like this it's oftentimes painful painful and calls for uh adult a beverages drink. yeah or two but anyway atlas md if you want to try it if you're a physician out there and you're considering doing this and there's probably a lot more doctors considering doing this meaning outside of insurance practice than any time other in the history uh go to dr tommy show dr tommy show.com and click on the uh, special offer for atlas md then you can try it for free for Two months, which is a $600 value. We've had a number of patients who've joined this practice after watching this show or they watch the show and they hear something about something they're interested in or something they agree with and they join the practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of them is yes. um, this idea that insurance should not control your health care and that you should not have to ask permission for things to be done. They like that. It's that libertarian type of mindset where you don't have to tell me what I can do. Right. I had patients. Um, oh, I called in some uh, called in some medication for a patient to a, a local pharmacy. And then they said, um, oh, and then I need to call something else. In. And I said, well, how about I send this one to Publix because it's free? Mm-hmm. And how about I go ahead and the one I called into um, Sam's, I think it was, or Costco. How about I go ahead and call it into Publix as well? Because you can also get it there for free. And then... Um, they were like, yeah, great. And I said, well, I'll cancel the one at Costco. And Sam's were like, no, don't do it. We'll just get it. You know, we can do what we want. We don't have insurance. That's right. It's such a beautiful thing. It's like when Olivia had her ultrasound done, she, our baby here, she had a little sacral dimple. So they wanted to ultrasound to make sure there wasn't any spinal cord issues. And there weren't, thankfully. Anyway, so we went in and the lady's like, okay, so, you know, we need your insurance card, blah, blah, blah. And then we had just basically just had told her that we don't have insurance because at that time, the insurance for the baby, they wanted you to pay $400 mm-hmm. so that you could basically have the option of being covered. But the things that they cover in the hospital are like only two things. And she wouldn't have been even covered anyway. Right. So we ended up, in short of it, we ended up paying cash for her to be born mm-hmm. for her part of it, uh, her stay. And anyway, so we just mm-hmm. got finished telling her that we don't have insurance. We don't need it for her. And then... Um, she goes, okay, and then she and she goes, okay, now I need to see your insurance card. Oh, wait, I don't have to see that. <laughs> yes. Such a relief. It's, it's just pro- like, it was how much is it? for her to ask yes. twice. Yeah, here's my card. Here's my uh, cash, check, credit card, whatever. And 
Away we go. That's right. And it was a $100 test, maybe $120 we paid. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, we were going to um, have to pay the monthly premium plus a $6,000 deductible. Yeah, so we have to pay a deductible to get the privilege. So we have to pay $400 for the privilege of paying for a deductible. And then what you do is pay their contracted rate. Right. So I'm sure their contracted rate would be more than what the cash pay price was. Yes. Most definitely. It's insanity. It's stupid. And that's Mm -hmm. why more and more people are ditching that whole extreme, uh, extreme paperwork is um, extreme middleman uh, system. You know, it's like, imagine making something simple, very hard. That's what they did. Mm -hmm. You know, you used to go to the doctor and you pay $20. It looks at your throat, wrote you a prescription, wrote about a three page note. So what happens is the government gets involved because people pay the government to get involved. So these middlemen get paid and they say, you know what? We should make that visit. Instead of saying that they came in for a visit, call it this code and then call it this code and then call it this code. And then we'll have this guy and his job will be to review your codes. Mm -hmm. And then he'll submit a payment uh, to you if your codes are all right. But if they're not, then they'll submit a code back to you saying that they're not right. And you have to correct the codes. Mm -hmm. And then three months later, you can get paid. And then it's going to cost, instead of $20, it's going to be $120. (laughs) And the doctor's like, well, why would I do that? But unfortunately, they didn't ask the doctors that. They just did it. The the government did. Mm -hmm. You know, they passed all these laws. We have to have all these codes. And then all these middlemen came involved. And here we are with this uh, bastardization of a quote unquote healthcare program that we have or healthcare system that we have, which is just a huge mess of bureaucracy and and incompetence and and, and, uh, extreme paperwork and payments for nothing. You know, this morning we had a problem with uh, radiology. So they said that, um, I forgot what they said. What did they say? Well, I called to see if my, a patient had told me last week or early. No, he told me on Wednesday they had an appointment on Thursday. So um, I was expecting the report to be here this morning. And I called to find out whether he had an appointment or not. They, of course, had no record of him. Anyway, he ended up having an appointment today, even though they did not know that. And then they were quoting him a price of $85. Yeah, and we were we've been given prices of twenty five dollars to thirty dollars. But then, then when you tell the people that, they're just like, "Who cares?" You know, they can't be bothered. Yeah, she said, "Where did you get this price from?" The patient told me you quoted him uh, thirty five dollars, and I said, "Yes." And she said, "Well, where did you get that number from?" It's the same number that we've had for years. And then she said, "Oh, we've Since had twenty thirteen. Yes, and uh, <laughs> we they had a price increase in in July, so it is a little frustrating." You know, they had a price increase in July, but it failed to, to let us know because, like you said, you know, we're a small volume office. Yeah. They don't care about and our thirty five our x-rays. patients that pay thirty five dollars they want to here and there is not important. Some buka plan uh, for an MRI. That's their goal. They want to build some buka plan for an MRI and they'll get five thousand dollars for it. Now that's I'm, what they want to do. They don't care about. I'm gonna. They, she did tell me though. Cash X-rays. She did tell me that they were gonna speak with the manager and see if they would honor the price since we were not notified of the price increase. So I'm gonna. He emailed me. I'm gonna ask him what he what he paid. You but know, it is frustrating though that it makes things like the the surgery center of Oklahoma so uh, beautiful. It makes it so such a such an awesome thing uh, to just say you know what come in here. This is what the price is. We're gonna. There's a. There's two prices when you go to Surgery Center in Oklahoma, and Doctor Smith can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe there's two prices. You pay for a consult. I think it's two hundred dollars, 
And I don't know if that's wrapped into the total price or not, but basically they say, look, can we do what you need done? And if they can't, then they keep it $200. Okay. Okay. But if, if they can, then they say, okay, now that's the price for the console is $200. Now the price for your knee operation is this. The price for your prostate surgery is this. The price for your uh, ENT surgery is this. And that's it. It includes everything that they do. It includes a surgeon. It includes the anesthesiologist. It includes everything. And that's the beautiful thing that we have that that they have done there. And if we had more of that in our in our world, it would be mm-hmm. so much more mm-hmm. uh, beautiful yeah. for us. Well, and we had the we had this uh, the ortho center in Clearwater that mm-hmm. we have a patient going to. So um, I'm I'm interested to find out how that works out for her. I'm sure that'd be just as good. I mean, I know it's only ortho, yeah. But um, she's I think fussy, she's, huh? Well, so yeah. Olivia's five teeth. months better old now, fingers. five, six months old. And so, uh, you know, last time we covered something that surgery, I'm oh, sorry, uh, healthcare ergonomics retreat, retweeted, and it's that you can start feeding children new foods earlier than they thought. So allergies or foods that cause allergies typically like peanuts and um, strawberries, strawberry, any of these things. If you feed them to them, you can feed them to them. And even if they cause a rash, you can still do Eggs, that. Which she did get Just a rash. Just as long as you keep going. Because if you don't, then they may develop an allergy. Right. And so that was something that was new to us when we went to see our doctor or see her doctor. And uh, it's been a kind of interesting thing because now she can try... As long as the consistency is right. Right. You do have to make... We make our own food. So you yeah. do have to make sure that you're pureeing it. You can so if you meat know, even if you want to. We haven't to. tried that yet. I don't believe, no. have we? But she had mashed potatoes the other day and I just... You know, made them a little runny. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm still. I think we pretty much do stage one right yeah. now. But um, yeah, it's great. There's no limits. She can have whatever she wants. Um, the uh, new thing on the news is that border security bills and uh, they put it forward. And this is something that's coming out of Washington D.C. And this is supposed to be something that we're all intrigued by and we're all following with bated breath. And the uh, now it's apparently got a bunch of poison pills in it to where it's going to make uh, things very difficult for Trump to build a wall, even though that was the reason that they delayed it. And well, all this, so he signed the bill? He hasn't signed it yet. Oh, okay. But well, uh, maybe he's know, not going to agree to it. Who knows? But, you know, this is all just a... This is all just a... Um, there's out there... Let me just back up. There's out there people who believe that the government is both the federal government and local government. But the federal government, for sure, is very competent, very caring... Very smart, very good at solving problems. There are people out there who believe that, if you can believe that. And so those same people th- think that this is okay, that, that our, our government is so, um, oh, what do we call it, paid off, that they are able to delay doing basic things like funding uh, the basic government operations because of political differences over immigration, which is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. So Democrats want these people to move in, occupy Democrat-owned states, essentially. So pe- places like California. The Democrats want people to move to California in mass who are illegal. Well, even Texas, there was yeah, thousands of voters. Eventually. There was thousands of voters that voted that should right. shouldn't say so, thousands so, of voters, but yeah, there was several thousand people voted that should not have voted. So there's two reasons that you want it. One is because you're going to get uh, voters eventually 
who maybe will become citizens or illegal votes. But the other reason is, is if you go to a state like California, which is, is it's a Democrat state every time. If you go to a state like that and you put more people in there who are illegals, when they do the census, it's going to show that the census report shows that they're going to have to get more representatives in California. Let me see. So, oh, that's the that's the major reason is they don't understand or Republicans is that the the reason for it is if you flood California with more voters, I mean more more citizens. When they do the census, they don't say how many people in your house are citizens live here. They say how many people live here, right? And say so, well we have uh we have three legal and and. Uh, Five illegal. Oh, they say that. Well, I'm just saying, but they don't ask that. <laughs> I'm just they, kidding. They just say, we have I'm eight. just kidding. No one says that. Yeah. They say we, we have, have eight. We have three people that are living in our house that are illegal. Is that okay? Yeah. But see, that's what happens is then you take a, a state like California, which is going to be solid. You know, you can always bet that New York and California, every election is going to vote Democrat. So if you, what you do is, and when they do the census, when they reapportion the Senate uh, representatives, because there's only 435 someone will have to lose and some will gain. And that's what happened. That's the main goal. So anyway, back to my point is, so immigration is this political uh, problem uh, that they have a disagreement on. So the government's going to be threatened to be shut down again. And we're supposed to be all worried about that. And yet, and yet there are people out there. This is how it ties into what we're talking about, who believe that Medicare for all is going to be a smart thing. They've never really experienced it, though. That's the thing. They don't know. They've never needed an MRI. These people, I, I would think. Well, here, I mean, what else? I what can't think, think of any other reason. Here's what they think. Here's what they think. I think. I think we've talked about this before. This is what I think. If you say, hey, uh, drop some, you know, do like uh, Mark Dice and go meet some random person on the sidewalk. Say, what do you think about Medicare for all? Uh, do you think the government, do you think healthcare should be a right? And I say, yeah. And what do they think? They think that when healthcare is a right, "Quote unquote," meaning not it doesn't cost you. Someone's going to just give it to you, but by by the simple uh, fact of waking up in the morning and taking a breath, you are now entitled to this healthcare mm-hmm. service. They think that not only is a healthcare service going to be free to them, they think it's going to be awesome. They think they're going to see the doctor whenever they want. They think they're going to have no problems get their medications. They think that uh, everything's going to be covered. Mm-hmm. And why do they believe this? Why? Well, I, guess- I mean, what in their life has ever told them that this is how government operates? That's what I don't understand. Right. Talk to anyone that has Florida healthy kids Yeah. for their child. Um, they have a select, a uh, very select few of doctors that they can go see. And then it takes a month or longer to get in to see, especially a specialist, uh, to get in to see this physician. And um, it's never, you know, it's never a good experience. I shouldn't say never, but most of the time it's not a good experience. Well, talk to anybody who's ever, um, um, I mean, just dealt with the government on any basic level. Social Security Administration, uh, Medicare. You know, if you deal with those groups, I don't, it's insane to me that you would think, okay, they've done such a great job at the post office. Not to degrade postal workers, but the post office as a system is is running uh, deficits. They they don't have enough money to pay. They have a, you know it's just like any government she's agency. Asleep. She's asleep. There's any government agency that they're overrun with bureaucracy, and yet there are people out there who believe. Yet this belief, this strong, strong, strong belief in the government, this unfounded belief in the government, 
is so dangerous today because it fuels like people like Alexandria Cortez, Ocasio Cortez. I honestly believe she believes the things that she says. I think she does. I think she believes that government has the power to, for instance, replace airplanes in 10 years or whatever she wants to do. Uh, she believes that government, through taxation and whatever else, confiscation, has the power to rebuild every building to be a green building. I mean, these insane things. But I don't think it's, I don't think they're just putting it on. I believe they believe it. I don't know what she thinks. Um, she is, um, she's just absolutely crazy. I don't know. I just, they got to believe it. When I watch her, I almost think this can't be real. Well, here's the thing. People believe, I just saw Chuck Schumer posted something, that climate change is caused by humans. Caused by humans basically within the last 50 years. Right, because of the, the hairspray, well, uh, the SUVs. We and, but, the answer, um, but the answer is... <laughs> Okay, so the answer is, so uh, I think Chuck said in his tweet, uh, climate change is real. Climate change is caused by humans. And the third point was, uh, we've got to do something about climate change or something like that. Yeah, okay, so let's say you take the first two at face value. Climate change is real. Yes, of course, climate change is real. Mm -hmm. There used to be something called the Ice Age. There used to be something called uh, a Pangea, which is when the land mass was just one land mass and it's separated. Okay, so yeah, climate change, things happen. Okay, that's real. Humans cause climate change. All right, let's say you even believe that. Let's say that you believe that uh, cars driving around cause as much or more damage than uh, volcanoes or solar rays or anything. And not only that, that the earth is so fragile that has withstood all these uh, changes that it's so fragile that the exhaust from your car is going to uh, make basically the, the ice caps melt, like Al Gore said would happen. Mm -hmm. Hadn't happened yet. Anyway, so let's take this first. Then the third thing is you have to believe that this is the key. Government in and itself and the people who run government, the elected people who've been in, let's say like people like Joe Biden, who's no longer in Congress, but been there since they were from their 30s to their 70s. Mm -hmm. Those people are smart enough to craft policies to reverse everything that we have done bad. Those people are smart. How come they haven't, Those are the, how come they haven't figured out what to do about this global warming? Just need more money, more time and more money, more donations, more conferences that you fly your private jet to and uh, line up Leonardo as your uh, keynote speaker on his <laughs> private jet. Yeah. You know, uh, I like Leonardo. It's just insanity that people have this belief in government. That is the most dangerous thing, I think, a threat to liberty is people who will willingly give up their liberty for the promise of government fruit, which has never. It'd be like if you say, look, I believe this tree is going to give me fruit. This tree is going to give me fruit. and It's going to feed my family. It has never given me fruit yet. Not only has it not given me fruit, what it has given me is stuff that's made me sick. Mm -hmm. But I believe we're going to just get more fruit from this tree. Keep fertilizing it, maybe keep, next year. <laughs> keep keep fertilizing, keep throwing money at it. It's like the war on poverty, you know. 1960s, no, 1960s started. 40 years later, the identical percentage of people are in poverty, mm -hmm. minus uh, something like $20 trillion worth of expenditures. Mm -hmm. And all that's gone to different, and that's the whole key to it is government solves problems uh on on the on the face value. That's that's what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So the war on poverty 
was to solve uh, poverty. Medicare is to make old people have health care. What it's really done is all it's done is taken money from citizens and given them to corporations. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, how's that going to work? So, so war on poverty, give people food stamps, give people housing credits, blah, blah, blah. They turn around and hand them to corporations. Right. Medicare. More money to spend on fancy jeans at yeah. their local Macy's. Yeah. So directly and indirectly, mm-hmm. they get money through. So let's say let's say that you uh, do not pay for health care. You do not pay for your housing. You do not pay for your food. Well, then suddenly you got money to go buy an iPhone. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense mm-hmm. to all the corporations involved. The housing, uh, the people who get paid for housing, the people who get paid for uh, the, the providing the food, people who get paid for uh, health care. And then the people who make the iPhone. So all it does is just take money. Mm-hmm. So if, if people would ever sit down and think, what is it the federal government is so smart? How is it that they're able to figure these things out? And then decide, you know what? Maybe they aren't so smart. We'd much be much better off for it. We would, we'd be more rich. And, and all these policies that they purport to want, places like California, uh, you know, want free health care and everything, they would actually have the money to do that in their own locale if they wanted to. If they stop sending their money to Washington. Mm. But the key is, is it's, it's like whenever you make a sacrifice, you don't want to do it yourself. It's like, you know, they always say, Bill Gates always says, and Warren Buffett say, look, we need to pay more taxes. And then Rush will say, well, you're free to write a check to the government. Yes, but they don't really it. want to pay more taxes. Mm-hmm. They, they say that to protect themselves, but everyone's got to be involved. Everyone's mm-hmm. got to do it. So we all got to pay more taxes. So you and I got to pay more taxes. Mm-hmm. Our patients have to pay more taxes. And you say, well, they're not billionaires. Yeah, but everybody's got to get involved. Mm-hmm. That's a team effort. In the meantime, these ca- these politicians will cash checks from donors and then steer taxpayer money their way to their corporation. It's sick. It is. You know, that article it's a telling, corrupt system. That article I was telling you about last night, this is a thing. It was another thing that was bothering me, is uh, something about, it was on Doximity, which is like a social media site for physicians. And it says, the hospital is not your friend. Then one of the physicians that I know posted on there. I don't want to get too specific. But anyway, he posted that basically he'd been there since he was an intern. Mm-hmm. And he had advanced all the way up to the executive ranks. Mm-hmm. And then they laid him off. And they, they only laid him off. They walked him out of there. He called it a perp walk in this humiliating fashion. And, and the point of it was is that this is, this is how you get treated by the quote-unquote system. So this is a, a, a man who was a physician from his very early years, all the way up through the ranks, and they get treated like this. Well, you were not treated the best when you left. They would not even tell your patients where you went or going. And that's common practice. Yeah. And that's not anything against where, where I left. That's everywhere. I mean, I don't understand it. Why would they not want to say, you know, we re- we know, we understand that you enjoyed your physician. You had a great relationship. Let us tell you where your, you know, your well, physician's going. Because it's all about the, it's all about keeping the money. That's right. They want to keep that patient there with them, even if they're not happy. Yeah. And so all of these corporations treat physicians as if they were providers. And they even I just call read an them artic- providers. I, right. I just read an article about that um, authentic medicine, I believe, um, about physicians being called providers. And it's a, it's a way to homogenize things. So it's a way to say, look, all of you people are the same. And not only are you the same, but you're interchangeable. Well, the article- So let's say you're a family medicine provider. Mm-hmm. You're not Dr. McElroy. You're our family medicine provider. 
Well, the reason for the What's article to stop us from someone was saying put another one in. Some uh, the article was saying that it's for it really it, um they're saying the re- one of the reasons why they do that is because you know when the medical assistant or the nurse whoever it is is working the patient up triaging them they can just say oh the provider will be with you now instead of saying the nurse practitioner will be with you now because then the patient's going to say why am I seeing a nurse practitioner and why am I not seeing the doctor or the PA will be with you now or the whoever it so, is so not only is it to homogenize things and make providers quote unquote interchangeable it's also to uh, be deceitful to the patient. Exactly. So that's a, that's a double insult. <laughs> yes. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. And that's what the corporate healthcare is culture a, is about. And plus, the article to me was, you know, okay, so our medical assistants and the staff, whoever it is, triaging the patient, are they so ignorant that they can't, set, you know what I mean, go ahead and go today, into detail and yeah. say. Today, nurse practitioner Sue will see you. Yes. Why am I not seeing the physician? Because, because the physician a- has 5,000 patients. Right. And you're one of them. Right. And guess what? He can't see 5,000. But see, that's that's bringing to light. That's, that's back to this whole point of deceit. And this whole thing about uh, the, these big corporations and the government, they all operate on this false premise. So the false premise of government is that we can solve problems. We can solve the war on poverty. We're going to reverse climate change. We're going to do all this. And it's complete horse excrement. It's bull. And same thing with the healthcare system is, oh, you know, this is going to be a, you're going to be your medical home and blah, blah, blah. And then the reality is, is this doctor that you're seeing now has been hired. We're going to, we're going to swap them out anytime we want with another provider. It's just another one of our providers. And uh, you may not even see a doctor today. You may see a nurse practitioner, PA, but we're not even going to tell you that until you find out on your own. Yeah. That's, you know, there are doctors out there though, who, um, the doctors who came before us allowed this to happen. The, the doctors who came before us allowed this to happen because they were promised one thing, networks. Mm-hmm. So the insurance companies came in and said, look, Dr. Smith, instead of you having to go out and hang a shingle and, 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 and go talk on the you know, uh, circuit and, and say who you are, look, just sign up. You're going to be one of our doctors. You'll be in our network. And voila, you're going to have a full schedule of patients. People that graduate, especially from like primary care or even even uh, specialties, they don't ever have to worry about accumulating patients. They don't ever have to. They just sign up for these big corporations. Mm-hmm. They become true. an employee, and then their schedule slowly gets filled. I mean, it may be slower at first, mm-hmm. but eventually it gets filled. And then you get to the point of one time when you rub the administration wrong, and you get perp walked out of your own place uh, that you thought was your that you thought was your office. Mm-hmm. You get perp walked out. That happens, and that's, and that is only going to become even more cold if it ever happens under Medicare for all. And here's the other ruse: is people believe, well, Medicare for all won't happen because insurance companies have too much money. Well, who do you think is going to run Medicare for all? Right. Do you think that the government's going to like build all of this? No, they're just going to hire these companies, big healthcare companies, to be the contractor. So instead of it being Medicare for all run by Medicare, it's going to be Medicare for all, just like it is now. Medicare is run by contractors. Uh, in, in Florida, we used to have to deal with a contractor who was a Medicare contractor. And what's the reimbursement rate going to be for these physicians? They're going to have to see, they already see 50 patients a day. They're going to have to see 100 patients a day so they can get back, well, so they can get paid maybe $10 for the one patient. Or maybe they insane. won't. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll do it. They'll slow it down and they'll say, look. 
uh, Dr. Smith's overworked. You know, he's now a federal employee. And so he's entitled to his uh, leave and he's taking leave now. And so, you know, you, you're, you are going to be able to see uh, this nurse practitioner or you can wait in six months and see the doctor or you can eat the three months for a nurse practitioner, six months for a doctor. And then you say, well, what's my recourse? I want to go see another doctor. Well, no, no, no. You're in Medicare for all. So who did you talk to? Who's your benefit manager? What are you talking about? Oh, your Medicare for all benefit manager. I don't know. We have to call them. You have to do an appeal. You have to go online. You have to create an account and then you have to do an appeal. And under the appeal, you have to say why? Uh, it doesn't say that my doctor got sick and I can't see him now. Well, you have to say other and then you put in there and then you put in there what happened. And then in, in six weeks, some other low level flunky, just like me, will get back to you and say your appeal has been denied. Then you'll have another right for an appeal. And that's what people don't understand. That it, exists. Well, that it, exists now in the Social Security system. I went through it with my mother, who was yeah. mentally ill, schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. They determined after 20 years that no longer did she have mental illness. She was now anxiety, mm-hmm. NOS, done by a psychologist. So here's a woman who had been hospitalized for mental illness in the early 80s, determined by a psychologist, nothing is psychologist, but by a psychologist after a 15-minute interview, to have anxiety. And then I had to go through all this BS to get her Social Security benefits reinstated. But that's the thing. That's the the crushing foot of government that people don't understand. And I don't understand why they don't. Mm-hmm. Maybe because they've been isolated. Well, I think... They lived that, in a bubble. Well, they just haven't experienced it, I I guess think. they haven't. They have not experienced it. But um, like I said before, when you talk to someone who's had Florida Healthy Kids... Um, and they never, they didn't have it before, but they're on it now. Yeah. They have their child on it for whatever You're reason. Like, what is so, this? Yes. I can't believe this is the way it is. I can't believe that I have to wait this long to see a physician. I, you know, they, I just think because they haven't experienced it. And they don't have, and, and here's the other, so that's, so that's one thing. So what is my job? What is our job? Our job is, is not to say you have to experience this. Our job is to educate you to be suspicious so when the government comes along and says, hey, vote for us, we're going to stop climate change, you have to be suspicious. You have to say, well, what do you mean you're going to stop? How are we going to stop climate change? What do you even mean by climate change? And then when Chuck Schumer sends his tweet out that says, climate change is real, it's caused by humans, we're going to stop it, you don't just click like and retweet. You think, well, what do you mean climate change is real? Of course climate change is real. You have to think. Well, that's, that's the thing also. I believe that... People, they hear things and they believe it without doing their own and research. they want to believe it because it's it's it's, it's the easiest thing to do, to, right. to believe something based on an emotional level. Okay, so something just as even as simple as yesterday, we were driving in the car and uh, the radio host said unemployment rate was 8% and when Minnesota, where Minnesota. Yeah. And you said 8%, that seems awful high. Let me look. Let me look. So you look it up and it's really only 3%. 3%. But everyone, I mean, how many people think, oh, wow, the unemployment rate's 8%? Because without they, ever checking anything. Without ever checking because they believe everything that, you know, comes out Especially of people's mouth. Especially if they want to hear it. I mean, that's just something very little, Especially you know. Especially if they want to hear it. Some, so, most people don't care probably what the unemployment so, rate so is in Minnesota. So let's say that, you, that just, you're in Hillsborough County. Let's mm-hmm. say this. Say you're in Hillsborough County and somebody comes along and says, hey, the kids, uh, the roofs are falling in on their heads and the air conditioners don't work. You, you say, well, why is that? Well, they don't have enough money. Uh, so let's pass a 1% sales tax. I don't know if it's 1% or 0.5%. Anyway, let's pass the sales tax. It's going to be on the books for 30 years. Now we'll finally have air conditioners and roofs. And you say, yeah, I'll vote for that. Mm-hmm. And if you're in Hillsborough County, then you did 60% of the time. 
you never sit back to think, well, why don't you have air conditioners? Mm-hmm. Why don't you have roofs? Is it because you don't have enough money? Is it because you've misspent the money? Mm-hmm. Why is it? Is it because why? And people don't, they just vote with their with their hearts and they say, well, poor Johnny, and we can't have him sweating to death. We better pass that thing. And they believe it. It's insane. Well, I also, I mean, I insane. don't know, uh, you know, an abundance of kids in Hillsborough County, but, you know, from the kids that I do know in Hillsborough County, even Pasco County, I don't know anyone that goes without air conditioning. I've never had a parent complain to me or in a casual conversation. Like our, our kids' air conditioner went out? Yes. Have you? I'm. No. But you know, I'm, I mean, I just wonder: is this is it one school? So maybe it is, is it true. two schools? Maybe it's true. But what is the reason for it? It's just like it's just the thing with healthcare. You know, people are like healthcare is too expensive. Yes, healthcare is too expensive because of all the bullcrap that you pay for that is not related to healthcare. Mm-hmm. That's inserted in the way that is is done through legislation to make things more complicated. You know. You know, the, one of the main reasons that doctors got bought up by these big hospitals is because the uh, EMR mandates came out. And physicians were like, these solo practitioners are like, okay, cool. You got Medicare patients. That's awesome. You want to keep seeing them? You have to start doing all this uh, uh, reporting. Yes. And then uh, here's a here's an EMR. It's going to cost you $40,000. Well, God, I can't do that. I don't have $40,000 spent on EMR. Use paper notes. Oh, no good. Paper notes aren't cool. Not cool at all. You got to actually submit electronically. And yeah, this ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Well, you could come join us. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the deal? Well, we pay kind of what you make now. We'll basically, you'll you'll become an anonymous provider in our service system. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I've had a, I've built a name in this community. I've been here since for 40 years. Now you're not. You're going to just be Dr. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. who works here and you're a provider. Well, there's a big name hospital. And then one day hospital, you may piss they, us off and we may yes. fire you. Yes. A big you'll name hospital. walked out of the building. Just like, an, they just do like that. A, a low life. Yes. Yeah. Yes, when I drive through Zephyr Hills in Dade City and I see all these little these offices that used to be um, uh, physician offices, private practice, there's no, they're no longer there. Yeah, it's sick. Anyway, uh, one of the things that I wanted to end with is this lullaby by Rockabye Baby, which is actually Tool Schism. But this actually song sounds almost as good as a Tool version. So this song of the week, it's uh, Schism, Rockabye Baby, Lullaby, lullaby Renditions of, of uh, Tool. Thanks for joining us. Uh, join us on drtommyshow.com, drtommyshow.com. And if you want to come in and see what we're about here, uh, breaking all the rules at Echelon Health and not uh, doing things by the book for uh, uh, being insurance providers and blah, 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 come see us at Echelon Health uh, in Tampa at drtommy, spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R, tommy.com. And we'll... Be glad to let you in on our little uh, libertarian experiment here. Till next time, bye bye. Honey, you know you're a father.